You know we love staying connected. From current events to drama and celebrity gossip, we stay in the know. But it can be hard to keep up when your Wi-Fi cuts out around the house. You know, spotty in one room, but strong in the other. Thankfully, the next generation Xfinity 10G network can help by keeping you connected to everything you love with reliable wall-to-wall Wi-Fi. That means you can stay up to date on all the latest buzz in real time from room to room. Start listening to your favorite podcasts in the kitchen and listen all over the house as you put your laundry away. Better yet, the whole family can work, stream, and play on multiple devices, all with a fast and reliable connection. With the next generation Xfinity 10G network, your entire house can keep up with all the action with less buffering. Get it all from the network made for streaming, the Xfinity 10G network. So many of us love coffee. Mm-hmm. Like the living for it type of love. Some like it hot, some like it iced with a splash of creamer, and some like it with a cold foam topping. Many of us stop into coffee shops on our way to work more often than we'd like to admit. Oh, yes. But now, thanks to International Delight Cold Foam Creamer, you can make cold foam coffee at home. It's honestly game-changing. You can just shake the canister and spray it onto your coffee. And voila, you've got an incredible cold foam coffee at home. No frothing, fancy machines, or mess required. Ooh, an International Delight Cold Foam Creamer foams and creams your coffee from top to bottom. And the best part, mm-hmm. it works on both hot and iced coffees. Oh my gosh, I'm drooling. Okay, so it comes in three foaming delicious flavors. French vanilla, sweet and creamy, and caramel macchiato. So you can switch things up depending on your mood. Look for your favorite flavor next time you're at the grocery store. And be prepared to say goodbye to your barista. Okay, Bree, so what reminds you of college days? French vanilla. I mean, Bree and I lived on International Delight French Vanilla. And you know what's the cutest thing? Is every time our dad comes to visit... He calls me because I always be like, what do you want me to get the grocery store? And he's like, oh, make sure to get, it's always International Delight French Vanilla Creamer because I can't have it without my coffee. So guess what I'm getting my dad when he comes to visit because I know I'm going to love it. International Delight Cold Foam Creamer. French vanilla, of course. You guys, this is a game changer. Okay. How many of us spend too much money at coffee shops? Me. Me. Yes. And we deserve as human beings, to have that yummy, delicious coffee Why we all go to the coffee shops. And I'll be honest, I've kind of always wanted to be a barista, and now I can in my kitchen at my home. I'm really excited to have this, and I can't wait to hear what Dad thinks. International Delight Cold Foam Creamer. It's foaming delicious. What up, everyone? Welcome back to the Bellas Podcast. Nicole, can you believe it's the fifth anniversary of WWE's evolution? So on today's show, we're going to celebrate. That is right. We're going to celebrate, Brie. We even have our good friend and my former nemesis, Charlotte Flair, on the podcast for a trip down memory lane. All right. Here we go. Happy hump day, Bella Army. I'm Nicole. And I'm Bree, and this is the Bella's Podcast. Okay, you guys, I never thought I would say this on the podcast, but I'm super excited because my cervix has softened. That's music to pregnant ladies' (laughs) ears. You know what that means. It's time for opening up. So let's pop that bottle. All right, so we have something special that we're opening up with this week. Nicole and I came across a brand called Monday, and they make non-alcoholic gin. I didn't even know that was possible, but they did it. So we're having some gin and tonics. I never in pregnancy thought I'd say that. Yeah, but you know what can make gin and tonics fun for the summertime? You could throw in some oranges, rosemary, berries, like gin and tonics. You could really dress up in a fun way. So it doesn't have to just be a night drink. You can also drink it during the day. But, you know, sometimes I like to just dress up as we're in quarantine and pour myself a non-alcoholic gin and tonic and 
feel like I'm doing something fancy. Well, I have to say, <laughs> I wanted a sophisticated drink for today's episode because it's a special one. And I'm starting to feel that right now. Yeah. Well, let's cheers because we need to cheers because it is the fifth anniversary of evolution. And for those of you who don't know what evolution is, evolution was a time period at WWE when women truly were fighting to be equal to men. And Bree and I were at the forefront of that. Right. And it was an incredible time where also new women debuted from WWE's developmental system, NXT. But it was just all of us women truly fighting for equality and breaking barriers. And it was just an incredible time at WWE. I agree. And I have to say it's been in my top three like favorite storylines I've ever done at WWE. I think it was because there were so many women that were a part of this story, but it was so impactful and powerful, but it was amazing to see all these women working together. And it was the first time I truly felt women connect, unite, and make big movement at WWE. And I have to say, I was the Divas champion during it. <laughs> so became for the me, longest Divas champion became, during that time. Yes, the longest reigning Divas champion during that time. So... That was very exciting for me, and that's why I'm so excited to bring Charlotte, who we call Ashley, um, on the show later on, because from when Evolution started, my first storyline was Charlotte, and we had an incredible feud, and she actually dethroned me. I thought I was the queen until she came around, and... I dropped my title to her and then went into neck surgery. And so it's amazing to have her on because we have so much history. You know, we both were big components of this evolution. And it being Evolution Week at WWE and us honoring the women all week long, I'm really excited to bring her on later on in the show. Yes, me too. And I have to say, it's, you know, Nicole and I, when we were talking about doing this episode, it brought back so many feelings for us as well, like stuff that we felt that night. And I can't wait to hear what Charlotte felt that night. But I know for you and I, that night was pretty impactful too. Like Very it, impactful. I mean, when I look back, you know, there were parts of it too that I took very personally with um, Stephanie's promo, um, with what our era was being blamed for. And these women coming in were so lucky of how they were being perceived because it's what myself and you and other women way in the past we all fought for for so long was to be perceived in that way and and to be at the forefront of the blame, but then also to fight was incredible too. Um, but what I've always learned is when you can bring in personal feelings into a storyline, it makes it so much better. I agree. So I'm so grateful for that. Grateful for Stephanie McMahon. Grateful for all the women who came up in NXT because there were so many personal feelings all across the board, which is what made evolution so incredible that led to so many groundbreaking moments for women. And that led to the first all women's pay-per-view, which we ended up calling evolution, which there better be an evolution too. There needs to be. There already should have been. That pay-per-view sold out. We did incredible on WWE Network. I know that Ron and I's pay-per-view match has over 50 million views on YouTube, which is one of the highest rated pay-per-view matches on YouTube. And people loved it and they want to see it again. I agree. And there's so many incredible women superstars at WWE that they all can do it. Do you know what I mean? 100%. So, and I have to say, I was talking to Alicia Fox this past week. And for a lot of you who don't know who Alicia Fox is, she um, is a WWE superstar. She was a part of Team Bella. Um, she's been wrestling for over a decade. And um, she said she wants to come on the podcast soon. We thought it'd be fun to get her on this week just with everything. But she's in school. But Foxy wanted us to say hi to the whole Bella army and that she misses all of you guys and Team Bella for life. Oh, I miss Team Bella. Gosh, that I have to say evolution, just reminiscing on it. It was such a fun time. We had three different teams, which each team had three different girls on it. And it was just such an incredible time. I loved going to work every week because I was being challenged. We had so much pressure on us to deliver. And it was just exciting and challenging. And I miss those days. It was so much fun. And plus, we were so fortunate enough, we got to work with so many incredible women. And I just love all those girls. It was just such an amazing time. Goodness, to relive it. You know what they need to do? WWE Network needs to do a 
24, I guess you would say, or something on backstage where all of us girls or maybe a round table where all of the teams sit together and we talk about all the memories of all the stuff that was thrown at us last minute before walking out or all like just the crazy stuff that was happening backstage before our segment. They need to do like a docu-series. Something like that. Because there's so much footage of what we did and then for us to talk about it and interview, like they they do need to do something. But wouldn't it be fun if all the teams sat together? Oh my God, it'd be so fun. Think how much fun we'd have. Oh, we'd have so much fun. (laughs) I love it. Well, before we bring Ashley on, Brie, we have some updates on pregnancy. Girl, you're getting there. I'm getting there. I only went up half a centimeter this week, but I'm um, dilated at a 1.5. My sister next to me here has a softened cervix. I was just going to say that. My cervix has softened, which all of you moms out there know, that's when your body is prepping for labor and your baby's making its way down saying, I'm ready to come out. So... He has lowered a lot, which mama's feeling that. Oh, yeah. Um, but I was excited to know my cervix was softening. I, I honestly, I, I was looking at Artem last night in bed. And I'm like, Artem, in less than three weeks, we are going to be parents. Actually, at this point, it's like two and a half weeks. <laughs> we are going to be parents. Are you ready for this? Because I'm getting scared. You know what's <laughs> weird is my bump app yeah. says one week and like, I need to look how many days. But just to see the one week and days. Oh, my gosh. I was showing Brian and I'm like, well, family of four. Here we are before you know it. All right. Enough about us. I'm so ready to bring on our guest and can't wait to pick her brain about evolution. I know. I mean, we're very lucky to have on one of the most incredible women of WWE. She's an icon in wrestling. She is a 12-time title holder, which is so rare for the women. And what... Charlotte Flair has done in the past six years of women's wrestling, honestly, of wrestling alone, has truly been incredible. From main eventing WrestleMania to having these iconic matches at pay-per-views and being the first of women to have Hell in a Cell match, to have these incredible matches on Monday Night Raw and main event. So I am so excited to bring her on. She is the definition of women empowerment, breaking barriers, fighting for equality. So I say let's bring her on. Yeah, gosh, you got me so excited. All right, you guys. (laughs) Here's Charlotte Flair. Texas Pete is a sauce that allows you to sauce like you mean it. It's generosity in its simplest form, and it's a swagger people have who know what's good. That's right. Each Texas Pete sauce is packed with bold, balanced flavor. The signature tanginess is what makes it a legendary hot sauce that can be used on just about anything. It has been at the center of dinner tables since 1929 and is still heating things up today. Oh yeah, and you know, you're definitely going to want to try every flavor. The original hot sauce has a famous secret blend of fermented peppers. The hotter hot sauce is three times hotter than the original and not for the faint of heart. Sabor by Texas Pete adds authentic Mexican flavor. Yum. And their dust dry seasoning matches the flavor of the original hot sauce in a flavorful dry rub. Mm, It's just making my mouth water thinking about it. I mean, I'm always reaching for the Texas Pete. I think we put it on our breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And we really do. And we actually even sneak hot sauce in our purses. So if restaurants don't have hot sauce, we put it on. Texas Pete goes with me everywhere I go. Texas Pete, sauce like you mean it. Visit texaspeat.com and use the store locator to find Texas Pete products as well as purchase sauces and get recipe inspiration. And use the promo code PODCAST24 for 20% off at texaspeat.com. Thrive Market is a go-to for all of your grocery and household essentials and the convenience of getting everything online, then quickly shipped to your doorstep is a huge time saver. Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. They restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories. And you could use their on-site filters to suit your lifestyle needs. Whether you're looking for organic kid snacks, low-sugar alternatives, or gluten-free pantry essentials, you can curate your own shopping experience with a few clicks. When you join Thrive Market, you are also helping a family in need with their one-for-one membership matching program. You join, they give. 
Nikki, where do we get all our primal condiments? Thrive Market. You know it. I have actually loved so much that I have been able to transform my refrigerator, even my pantry, to healthy, low-sugar condiments. Everything in the gluten-free, Whole30 diet recommendations. Thrive Market for me is that one-stop shop where I can pick and choose all the things that are healthy for not only my kids, but for myself too. And boom, they're at my front door within days. They definitely make it super easy to stay healthy, organic, all the things that we really want in our household. One thing that Thrive Market has helped me with is I've wanted that when it comes to household cleaning items or just stuff that you actually put in your house besides consuming. And they've really helped it. I had one, one of my goals this year was less plastic in my house. Thrive Market helps with that, with refillables, with what I exactly need to clean. And look, when you have kids running around, having a company really care about the ingredients inside it, that's super important. What we're spraying on our counters, putting in our toilets, on our sheets, all of that matters. So grateful for a place like Thrive Market that really looks into ingredients and we know what we're buying. 100%. Join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash twins for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash twins. Thrivemarket.com slash twins. Warning, things are about to get intense. I mean, Brie and I are talking like that intense moment when the room stops, maybe time stops, when everything might be going around you, but you're looking at that one person dead in the eyes or a maple donut and <laughs> in our eyes. Usually I'm giving that stare down when I want to ask my husband for his credit card so I can go shopping. Ooh, that is the intense that I like. Intense heat, lasting plump. From the hot new Lifter Plump from Maybelline, New York. Formulated with chili pepper, Lifter Plump delivers a heated sensation for an instant lip plumping effect that lasts. Available in eight sizzling shades. Blush, Blaze, Red Flag, Hot Honey, Cocoa Zing, and many more. And you know me with that red. Nothing like a red flag on my sizzling lips. Oh, we know it, girl. Can you take that heat? Find your shade at Maybelline.com or a retailer near you. Amazon shoppers get 10% off Lifter Plump purchase with code 10PLUMP for a limited time. Okay, you guys. So, you know, Brie and I have been talking that it is the fifth year anniversary of Evolution, which Insane. it's crazy. It's been five years. And we wanted to bring on one of the main female WWE superstars of Evolution. And as you guys heard in our intro, she's just done so many groundbreaking things. And one thing we learned from having Becky on the podcast is um, we have a lot of non-wrestling listeners, so they don't know all these amazing women's stories before wrestling. Right. So I feel like when we bring Ashley on, we need to have her talk about how she got into the wrestling business yeah. and how it all started. Yeah, some of our listeners felt a little robbed with Becky. I know. We I just, just didn't think. Yeah, we just assumed. We're like, well, if we know the story, everyone else does. So um, <laughs> <laughs> so we don't want to rob people anymore. I agree. We're not robbing them. So without further ado... Everyone, please welcome the amazing queen of WWE, WWE female superstar, Charlotte, a.k.a. Ashley. Ashley, welcome. Yes. Oh, thank you so much for having me on. Oh, we're so excited. We've I been know. wanting you to come on our podcast forever. Yeah. So no, I'm honored. Yeah. 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 And this is thank like the you. perfect time. Can you believe it's been five years since your guys' big debut? I don't know. I'm like, what did I do for the last five years? So right? many amazing <laughs> things. I don't, I, I can't, I mean, I, I saw online because people started posting the pictures of the debut and I'm just like, I mean, I wish I knew then what I know now. <laughs> right. I kept thinking. I agree with you. I know. But that's the fun part kind of WWE is 
how much growth you do in front of the audience. Yes. It's just crazy. That has to be fun for the WWE it University. Is. But Ashley, so we want to get yes. into it because a lot of our listeners yeah. aren't familiar with WWE and they love hearing okay. empowering stories where women started, how they got to where they're at. So give us from the beginning what you were doing before the business, how you got into the business, what made you want to get into the business. Okay, I, I, I'll try not to be long-winded. Um, <laughs> Whatever you want. So, no, um, born and raised in Charlotte, North Carolina. I played sports my entire life. I started in gymnastics, ballet. And then when I got to middle school, I really wanted to play sports with the school. So I played basketball, volleyball, and track. I fell in love with volleyball, but I also um, started all-star cheerleading. But when I got to the ninth grade... Um, I was so torn, believe it or not, between all-star cheerleading and volleyball. I didn't know which one that I wanted to commit all my time to. So I was like, okay, let's focus all my attention to volleyball. So um, I gave up all other sports except for volleyball. And then my junior year, I signed early to Appalachian State. So I played volleyball in college. During this time, um, my dad was a wrestler. Also, uh, iconic, fa- yeah. a fa- famous wrestler, <laughs> but everyone thinks like, Oh, just because, um, your dad's Ric Flair, you grew up in the business, you wanted to do it, right. yada, yada, yada. But it was like completely the opposite. I just wanted to go and be cool and show off my friends when like the events came to Charlotte, yeah. That's it. or like, <laughs> but it was my two brothers that grew up wanting to be in the business. So watching them you know, want to follow in his footsteps and do independence, which is like the smaller wrestling companies around the world. And then I ended up uh, quitting volleyball in college. One of those uh, terrible decisions (laughs) (laughs) I made when I was younger and transferred to NC State and graduated from NC State after NC State. um, I graduated in interpersonal public communications moved back to Charlotte and was like extremely lost. Didn't have like my life was good, but I didn't have anything that like made me wake up in the morning. This is what I'm supposed to do. Yeah, However, right. I was personal training and I wasn't good at it, but I, I just liked helping my clients. It was a private studio. The guy that owned the studio used to work at one of my dad's gold's gyms that he had when I was growing up. So when I called him, I was like, Hey, Adam, I'm done with college. What are you doing? He's like, oh my gosh, you're not running around the gyms anymore, terrorizing the clients. (laughs) I was like, no, I was wondering if you'll hire me. So um, I fell in love with that. But then um, in April of 2012, I was at dinner with your stepfather, Johnny Laurinaitis, and your mom and my dad and my brother, Reed. I think you guys were just leaving. And um, my dad and your... uh, stepfather Johnny were super close and my dad and Johnny were talking on how to get my little brother motivated because my brother had a super bad drug addiction and he'd mm-hmm. wanted to be in the WWE and he'd already failed two drug tests so Johnny looked at me while we're having dinner and I think this was like kind of their big plan but he was like hey why aren't you doing this and his like <laughs> raspy voice and I was yeah. kind of like I don't know <laughs> like I, I grew up watching the girls and then I had seen you guys for like four years on TV, but I never like saw myself in the same light or I knew I was athletic, but I never saw myself as, um, the diva standard. And so when Johnny said that my little brother was like, yes, you got to do this. You got to do this. So I just was like, okay, I'll do it. Thinking that if I, uh, signed and started in FCW, which is now NXT, that my brother would get motivated and get on the same track. So after Johnny talked to me, that night, three months later, I reported to Tampa, Florida and started not really knowing what the hell I was getting into. I just knew that I wanted to escape where I was yeah. and there had to be more to life than that. And I was 27 at the time, um, like scared of my own shadow. Mm-hmm. And then a year later, my brother ended up dying. But ever since then, I've dedicated my journey to him. And it's just been incredible. And I tell people this, like I spent so much time wanting to save his life, but he ended up saving mine. And here I am. (laughs) Yeah. And I love how you always make the shortest possible. No, but I, and you know, it is incredible. And I love how you do always honor Reed on like everything you do still. It's so beautiful. And I've always loved your story because I feel like we're in a time now where 
so many people have the same story. They all start on the independence, they come in, yep. and it's almost like you're proclaimed in that way because you came up what was right. Like, it's almost like, okay, yeah, you went to high school, college, and graduated. You did everything A, B, C, D. Right. Mm-hmm. And so what I've always loved about your story, because Bree and I were so similar, is you didn't come from the independence. And no. you worked so hard to get where you're at. One, Ashley's being very humble, but she is incredibly athletic. Like, you are definitely one of the most (laughs) athletic female superstars that has ever walked through. Freak of nature, no pun intended. Freak of nature. (laughs) So, um, yeah, I've always loved your story, and I'm so happy that we got to share that. Right, and what I think is important, what Nicole and I always tell people, is that your dreams always change. Whatever your dream was at five years old, it doesn't mean it's going to be the same at 20. And when Nicole and I came across wrestling at, gosh, 18, 19, we were immediately drawn to it. And it was something just that felt right. But we always tell people all the time, something might feel right at 5, 15, 20, 40, 50, and you got to go with those feelings. And I think sometimes people get so stuck on the things that they planned in their life, like they have this 20-year plan and they're afraid for change. And it's like, no, you got to live because you don't know what's going to come in your path that's going to be right. No, and that's what I think. Like, it's not even my brother passing is terrible. Like, it's terrible. But I think it's more like I was 27, when I started. And I think that's like more of what I try to tell women at 27. Like you think, wow, that's really late. Cause you guys said 18, right? Like, I I think that's more just, you can start really at any time. If you find something that you like, you can, yeah, you're right. And change wherever you're going. It's so true. I had wrote this the other day, but there's no time limit on your goals, your passions and where you want to be. Right. And That's why you you can't not do something that you want to do because you're like, I'm too old. Like to be a mom at 37. Well, I'll be 37 soon. But my, this is where my motherhood path is starting, and it's a lot later than everyone else's, and probably will only be one because <laughs> of how late I've started. Right? <laughs> but, but I know. Don't time. say that. I know. Right? No, Arden will be like oh, Nicole. Right? <laughs> but I do believe timing is everything, and. It is. Let's yeah. talk about the night, like when. Let's and talk let's, about five let's years ago. Let's talk about when you know the divas <sighs> revolution or evolution or women's evolution, whatever. We had so many different names for it at the time. Started because I honestly feel like it exploded because the timing was so right, and it was, it was. like. You know, for me, I will never forget when they told us about the story and we loved it. We were like, yes, because we love being Hill Bellas. And then to bring Alicia Fox on Team Bella and just the way the whole night was going to happen. I was like, this is what not only I felt WWE was waiting for, but I felt like the world was waiting for. Yeah. What was going through your mind? Like when they told you and how everything they wanted. Everything is so different now. You know, it's, it's so hard to really go back and feel that moment because NXT, the third brand, WWE at the time, there was such a disconnect, not disconnect, but like there was NXT and Raw, whereas now you feel like you see it's three brands. So you're more familiar with everyone. So when we debuted that night, it was just kind of like, here is the one opportunity. Not that you're not going to get another chance, but you have to make an impact tonight. Like I said, I wish I knew then what I know now, but it was more just going through my head is you have to make an impact. Yeah. But all the little things that came with it, I learned along the way. Like now that I look back, I felt so unready to be where I was, but it was like a learning process, like growing in front of the audience. Totally. Right. Well, and I remember during that time, we all just had so much pressure on us to yes. deliver every week. Well, and it was because, every Raw and SmackDown. Yeah. So we were taking the yep. story to both shows, yeah, but right. it was like, there was a, definitely a lot of pressure. I felt like, especially after the first night, like there was a lot of pressure going into the first night, I, but none of us knew what to expect. But the fact that it blew up, then I felt like we had to keep that fire going. Now we get a chance to interact with the talent from NXT, right? Like yeah. that, everyone was like kind of, trying to put together this one night of never having experience together. I mean, and that right. was that's crazy. That's what made it so difficult. Do you remember being in it, that little room in Atlanta, Georgia, in yeah. that arena, and we were getting told so many different things? Oh my gosh, yeah. Right? Weren't things changing yeah. constantly when we were all yes, in that like, room? I'm like, we've never touched before. Yeah, like, I don't know her move. She doesn't know mine. Like, that was, the, I think, the chaos yeah. of it. 
And I that remember there was when they be... told me I was going to take Sasha Banks finisher and that you have to flip over. And I remember yeah. them just saying, just go with it. And I'm like, just go with it. Just, just go with it. Nick. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, no yeah. I'm like, oh, so make yeah. it like, I need to make this look good. And I will say there was a lot of situations. I remember all of us backstage where they're like, you guys are in three segments and we're all still talking about, so wait, what are we going to do? And we're all like, and things would change yeah. and different ideas would come in. And I was like, damn. But what really blew my mind is that we had that much pressure. And then, all yeah. the chaos going on backstage said how great our chemistry was, all of us. It, like all three teams together because we did get so much stuff thrown at us up until like the last minute. So we were all walking out through Gorilla. Right. It, I mean, I have to say it was the most perfect set of women to put in that position. Like from character yeah. to names to chemistry to athletic ability, like it, and that's when we go back to timing. The timing couldn't have been more perfect. And that's why I think the evolution happened how it did. And it became so massive because it was all the right women that needed to be there at that time. Right. And I will say this, you know, it was the first time for myself because at that time, Nicole and I had been wrestling for so long, saw the locker room change so many times, but it was the first time I worked with so many women that wanted to give and take. Like it was the first time where yeah. people weren't trying to bury each other. The first time people weren't trying to bring each other down. It was the it first was time the I'm match. like, whoa, like we have all these women who want to make everything out there the best they can. And everyone was given taking. And I was like, this is why we're on top right now. Right. Have you guys explained on your podcast before to the listeners, like how it, the give divas a chance trended. So it was like, we had a perfect setup anyways. And then I think, adding Stephanie to introduce us. Not that people hadn't seen Stephanie, but they were like, okay, we are giving this segment this much focus. How can right. we add star power, but not make it look hokey? Right. I think there was just so, there are so many pieces that needed to happen for so that So many happen. pieces. I agree. I mean, and it was definitely a point I felt like in all the women's hearts where we were just all over it over this, the couple minute matches, over the storylines, over getting overlooked. And I will say, I'll never forget the night Nicole and I had the match against Emma and Paige. And it was supposed to be like an eight to 10 minute match. Of course, like your waiting gets cut down to five and we're all like, okay. Then all of a sudden we're in grill and then it's like, okay, ladies, you have two minutes, but wrap it up at 145 or something. And all of us girls looked at each other <laughs> and we're like, let's just go out there and do a finisher. That was, I thought, with entrances. With entrances. Yeah. And they wanted like, you and what? I to start with heat. And you're like, fans are watching me do my entrance. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> running. Gonna I know. Sprint out there to do right. it's, 20 minutes of yeah. 20 seconds Oh, you know moves? what it was? They wanted a mini comeback on us and then like a quick finisher. And all of us girls were just like, let's just give them a finisher. If they don't want a match, we won't even do that. Right. And I, I'll never forget when we all went out there, we did just the finisher. And when we went back in... Fit was like, no, you, guys have a, you guys had another minute. The ref was like, what are you guys doing? Yeah, like, like everyone no was blown away. We were all really disappointed, but we never knew like what we did that night would cause the big hashtag, give divas a chance. We did though yeah. say we thought it would wake people up. Right. But we didn't think the fans the way would get behind it. it. We thought just back people up in Gorilla. But you know, it's crazy. So that was give divas a chance. And then I think you and I causing chaos for almost a year and me holding on to the Divas Championship for a long time and it being controversial in the way of the wrestling industry made it perfect timing then for Stephanie to cut the promo in the ring in Atlanta. And I'll admit, it was hard for me at that time not to take it personal. I, I just, I remember it was the week before. Do you remember when we all kind of got into it and they yanked it? Because I didn't, we were kind of battling the verbiage. Right. And so then we were saving it for Atlanta and when I look back, I'm like, I totally took so much personal, which made it good for the story because when you can make it real, but I, I was like, how are you throwing this on me? Do you remember I that? I do actually, I do remember that. Because but with Stephanie, it made it so good. Like, right. and that promo made it so good. I'm sorry, Nikki, the way you were talking, it made it seem like you, you run the Divas division somehow, like you own the Divas division, like you own WWE. Well, let me be very clear. I own WWE.
And the legacy that WWE leaves behind rests on my shoulders, and that includes the Divas division. Now, you're right. Team Bella has been unstoppable. There hasn't been that level of competition that I'm looking for, that I think everybody here is looking for. And let me tell you, there is a revolution with women in sports happening right now. Women are making their mark, and it is time for us to make a change in the Divas division right now. But I do think it's crazy that it's been five years because I, I think of that night and I think of what's happened for women in WWE the last five years. And it's been so incredible. And I know at first people were kind of like, WWE was so late to the game for the women's movement because so much was already happening in sports. But it was perfect timing for us at WWE. Yeah. And um, I, I felt like the impact and everything that I have seen change, it's just been incredible to watch. It really has. You know, I will never forget the night I retired and they, I had no idea they were getting rid of the Divas Championship and bringing in the Women's Championship. But to be a fan from then on and to watch and see all you women just do incredible things. And I love it now because I feel like almost at WWE storylines, it's not anymore where it's like, oh, women are main eventing. It's now like women are going to just probably have better stories than the men, which means they're going to be in a higher position on the card. And I love that that's now the conversation. Right. Well, I have to say, Charlotte, too, um, I love that the night Evolution started, I felt like you were this brand new star that debuted. And like when you talk about the pressure and like having to deliver, you delivered so much that you became that face of evolution. How was that? Because, you know, you and I had such an incredible run, one of my favorite storylines. And then what you did from there and that point on, breaking barriers for women, being the first to do main events and pay-per-views and certain matches was so incredible. Well, where do I start? Um, well, okay, I will say this. One of our matches that we had where there was like a swap between you two. Oh, yeah. This was like we had a title match on TV mm-hmm. and there was like a, a, a blind tag and a roll-up or whatever and you pulled out the stuffing. Yeah. Of yeah. Your it was like you were going to be... That was like one of the most underrated like segments I think I've ever had. Like you had yeah. me crying on the ground with my dad because I had won and then you two in the ring and then both of you playing the part when the women's evolution happened and you guys were in the ring and Stephanie was introducing us. It did take two people to be that role though, even though it was hard. It took people being that bad guy. Totally. For that to happen. I'm just I'm grateful for everyone that I work with. Cause you, Nikki, you were my first feud when yeah. I debuted we I don't know it was for about four or five months um I knew how to wrestle I knew my spots I knew my moves but when I wrestled when I had my story with you and then Brie it was like okay what what am I missing how to be a star because you guys had that star power so it was like figuring that out and then how do you just continue proving night after night, like you said, cause I didn't come from the Indies and the, the main roster was mm-hmm. much different. It was just, it, it's not about my looks. It's not about being an indie darling. It's not about my dad. It's just, just pushing for night after night, proving my athleticism and people gravitating towards that and carrying that oh, on. Yeah. So if they're watching my match, they're going, wow, that's a good match. Not, oh, that's a good girls match. Right. I think that's what was happening for the women collectively right. is people were going, damn, that's a good match. Not, damn, that's a good female match. Right. right. Totally. And I that feel that does. Oh, that does. And I feel, and tell me if I'm wrong, when you truly became that star, I felt like it was the first time when you believed in yourself and you were comfortable out there and you became the queen. It was like the minute you walked on the stage, it's like you knew you owned the crowd. And the minute like you knew that, you just sparkled. Well, it was just like at live events. I remember wrestling the both of you. And then I, I had actually won the title by then. But I would watch the, y'all's entrance. And I'm like, what am I missing? I'm missing something. Oh, wait. 
this move in here is not the most important part. My entrance is the most important part. That, that moment they see you is the most important part, but that's when I knew, realized that's what people are connecting to. Not the 3000 things that you're doing in between. Right. It's so true. Connection. And, and that's, Everything in life is so important. So when you walk out to that ring, that first connection with the audience and your TV viewers is so important because you need to capture them. So they want to see every little thing you do. Public speaking, like you can bring that, even when you walk into a room of just family members or a party, that first connection, you see when people are drawn to someone, just how they walk into a room. Yeah. It's crazy because I'll say the only positive thing about having short matches for so long during the diva era was that almost our shine, which is wrestling term for a baby face to start the match, our shine almost had to be our entrance because we knew we were walking into like two to five minutes that you were going to probably go straight to heat. So as a baby face, that means you were going to probably go straight to getting beat up and have your comeback. So we all had to like make sure that our shine was our entrance because we were like, we're only going to get a couple minutes out there. And your character. That's when I switched up into a jersey, short little shorts and my backwards hat and all that because I was like... If I'm only out there for a little bit, how else can I make someone stop the channel? If it's given a little bit more cleavage and butt cheek or just being something different. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I just knew like, okay, you have to try and connect some way. Some way. Yeah. They're not giving you a mic. You're barely out there wrestling. So how else can you get yourself over and, you know, just get that connection? It's true. You know, one thing Brian and I always say that I don't think people realize, unless you're talent at WWE, is that we're on TV live mm-hmm. every week. There's yes. no breaks. There's no stops to keep your character, like, not stale or important and to keep raising the bar for yourself is actually very hard. And I can imagine for someone like you who came in And I know you three NXT girls, they wanted you to keep raising the bar, raising the bar. And then with your dad's name and that pressure, I I saw it firsthand. I was like, wow, there's so much pressure on these girls week in, week out to keep going still. Yeah, for years. And that's actually a very hard thing to do at WWE. It is. You always have to evolve. You always have to get better. You're not going to keep your spot if you don't. Like when I debuted, I didn't have the robe. I didn't understand like, okay... You need to have a slogan. You need to have all these things to be the total package, to be a superstar. Yeah. Right. Right. But I had just figured out how to wrestle. Like, you know how the three of us didn't come from the independence. So we're kind of like learning as we go and we have this huge chip on our shoulder. No, we belong here. This kind of thing. Yeah. So for me, it's just been kind of like every single year. It's like, how do I prove them wrong? And then I remember when I did an uh, interview like my first WrestleMania and I was like, I'm going to main event WrestleMania. And everyone kind of was like, oh, that's just Charlotte being arrogant or whatever. So when I walked out for the entrance for WrestleMania, when we main evented WrestleMania 35, I was like, no, this is exactly where I should be. Whether yeah. anyone else thought it or believed it, you have to believe it yourself. Right. And that's part, like fake it till you make it kind of yeah. thing. I 100% you know, agree. That. And it's so true. It gives me actually goosebumps. It does. Like you yeah. saying that. It's when I've talked about like the vision boards. It's like you had that vision. Yes. And when it is right, when you are in that moment, it feels right. You're like, this is where I'm supposed to be. And you didn't and cut yourself that. short, which is so important because so many people do. They're like, oh, but it's such a big dream. It'll never happen. Well, you're right. Now it's not going to happen. You cut yourself short. You yeah. didn't. And look where you're at. And that's so important for our listeners to understand. Don't cut yourself short of your dreams. Dream big. You'll get there. Always You'll make it. Big. And even if people don't like it, like that's the other thing. Like, yes, taking criticism. I evolved the last four years, but I, I felt like, oh, I'm exactly where I should be up until I had my feud with Becky, the, the best friend feud. Yeah. I learned so much from that feud about who the character should be and needs to be and like, okay, I need the fans to like me. And then after that feud going, I don't care if you like me. <laughs> right. And then having that confidence yeah. and then moving forward with that, it's such a, like, you can never just be complacent in no. life or your job or anything. Right. Everything can be better. I so agree. That's how Nicole and I are. Like yeah. we, we very quickly were like, we don't care what that small fan base of the wrestling yep. crowd thinks. 
we never cared. I was like, you're not going to determine my career or what we do or me keep going forward. Like, I'm not going to quit because you guys don't like me. I don't care. Mm -hmm. And we've never, never, ever in our careers have listened to that small audience that has the loudest voices because for us, it doesn't determine anything. Right. You're not going to please everyone. That's life. So before we move on from wrestling, what would be your next big goal in the ring or at WWE that you're like, <laughs> this is on the vision board and I'm going to complete it? I mean, and you've already think, done so I, much. No, I think that's what I'm just having such a hard time with because I gave so much to wrestling or like I give so much to wrestling to be where I am. I mean... It's been my life, my love, yeah. my it changed my life. Wrestling did. Mm-hmm. It's that whole new fear again. Well, I'm not good at anything else. What am I going to be good at? Like, wait, you're 34. You're supposed to be doing this, but I don't want to do this. I feel like I'm 25 because I missed all these years. I, I, I really don't know. And there, people ask, you know, well, what's next in wrestling? You've done it all. I'm like, well, I want to do it again. I want to do it yeah, better. Right. Like, I imagine if I had started at 20. You guys would really, really hate me. <laughs> like, you think, like, yeah, which is good. I mean, that's evolving. Like, knowing, yeah. like, okay, now I need to figure what's next. I would love to see you in like an amazing love story where you're still wrestling, <laughs> but we can see this other character side of you, the softer side. Yeah, yeah. and like WWE, <laughs> that's what we were. We were like this soapbox and that's what drew people in when you look back in the history of it like love stories dominated and the manliest men did them and they didn't lose their macho-ness or their coolness and that's what I feel like we're missing is that like investment of the character work of like where we could see these different emotions beyond the ring of these characters and I would love to see you in that because we haven't gotten to see your character in that is that Charlotte would go back as like a general manager of Raw and kind of be like the authority and then seeing Stephanie step in and being like, wait a sec, this is my show. I'm dying for that story. And I feel like you and Stephanie do something. I I mean, the queens, it's like the fight of the queens. Can we please get that at WrestleMania? And it's like perfect for Hollywood. Right. And what I love is like, you could be like, you know, Stephanie, you were born into this. Well, and I guess people could say you were too, but something different. But that's what's great man, about yeah. it. And you being a flair, there's just so much with those two families. I just feel like that, yeah. for me at least, I would love to see it. And no, I would like I to see you for there. Like Because I spent some time in NXT recently, mm-hmm. I was really hoping that I could get into that with Triple H being like the brat, being like, and then him being like, I made you because of the whole NXT. But yeah. Maybe maybe later down. Right. There might be in your vision board because yours your visions happen. Maybe but see, maybe the timing needs to be you and Stephanie going against each other in Los Angeles at WrestleMania. Maybe that's the timing. Okay. Well we're all gonna put it on our vision boards. uh, Yeah. So that's what I would like to see. And I think that'd be a nice little thing to add to your wrestling resume. Mixed match challenge. Yeah. I did think that was really great for a lot of superstars. Like when I got to tag with some of the guys the fans really gravitated towards it because they are seeing you a different side. Yes. Well, you know, I told Brian, I said, if they bring that back, I mean, granted, I'm about to give birth in a week or two, but when they bring that back and once I'm ready, I go, I would love to actually go back and do that with him. And like for the mixed match challenge, I think that'd be really fun because Birdie's getting older and she's understanding wrestling. She calls it being she oh. likes it until she sees Brian get beat up and then game over. Does game not over. like it. But Birdie's actually like does natural wrestling moves on us. She's and I'm like, natural. And she's very tall for her age. And I just look at her and I'm like, she might be born for the business, which terrifies me as a parent. <laughs> but um, I'm like, oh my gosh, I think my daughter's going to follow in our footsteps. But I, I agree. Now, who would you want as your partner? I kind of have a feeling I know. But if you did do which the mix match, which we that. do want to get into that. <laughs> I mean, you would obviously want your fiance or who else? Let's say if we said no fiance, he's not allowed to be okay. your partner. Who then would be your partner for mix match challenge? Well, it's, it's crazy because right now my dad's with Randy. Oh, and I'm like, good, oh, that would good. be a perfect time. But right now I'm out again. Uh, I've had another issue with my implants, which people... I know they know I've 
had problems in the past. So oh my um, gosh. I just have did to it, get those fixed again. Did it burst? Uh the I'm having problems with the the left one again. Oh, I'm so sorry. So, no, you, it's 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 kind of comes with the territory. It does. And right. you know what's crazy is that I don't think people understand my whole time at WWE, I can't believe how many times I saw women like their implant either burst or started leaking because of the big moves. This is my right. third time. Wow. Oh, gosh, you poor thing. Well, we'll pray for you. Yes. Oh, Make sure that all goes <laughs> smooth. No, and then it doesn't I'm, happen okay. again. It's just, I have to, yeah. I thought right now is the best time to get it fixed. No, so I agree. That's smart. It is a great time right now to do that. Yeah, it's a yeah. good time to be home too for safety of just everything going on. So on our podcast, people love hearing about love <laughs> mm-hmm. and they love hearing either about my marriage stories or Nicole with her engagement stories. But um, Nicole and I really wanted to hear because with COVID going on and everything and you and Andrada got engaged, would it be six months ago? No, longer, right? Or, may- or no. Is it December, January, or we kind of got engaged around July. the same time. About eight months, yeah. Or oh, eight well, months. That is so crazy. Eight months. So do you guys have wedding plans? Have you had to shift your wedding plans? No, we really haven't. Just with COVID, it's hard to know where the world's going to be in six months, especially, you know, we want everything to be in Mexico. So, Oh, that'll be amazing. We don't know when is the best time. So we want everyone to be able to travel. But I will say for, I mean, you guys know how much we're on the road. Mm -hmm. The time at home... Uh, because of COVID has been like the best thing. It, a relationship is different than being in a different hotel room mm. every single night to being on the road to like sleeping in the same bed and having somewhat of a routine. And like, yes, you, you learn people's habits on the road, but this has been just the most quality time I've ever mm. had. Totally. Yeah. How, I, I, and by the way, I want to know, how did he propose? So our first trip together... He took me to Cancun and when he first said, let's go to Cancun, I'm thinking like spring break 2005. <laughs> that's why right? Cancun. I'm like, he's taking me to Senor Frogs? <laughs> oh my gosh, that place. Oh gosh. Woo! He's yeah. like, no, mommy, Cancun's not like that. <laughs> Since he's Mexican, he yeah. knows like all yeah. the best places. So we wanted to go to Cancun again for New Year's. So he's like, I'll plan New Year's. I'm like, okay, whatever. Um, he took me to this really nice restaurant and then the, the restaurant was on the water. And then after we ate dessert, um, the waiter was like, let me take you guys this way. And the restaurant, like the top of it had a staircase to the dock where like a, a yacht was waiting. So we get on the boat, listening to music, drinking. And then mm. we pulled up to like two other big boats and we went on the nose and there was fireworks on the countdown. And when we were listening to the music from the other big boats, I turned around and he was down on one knee. Oh, oh my, God, I just got oh my gosh, I got goosebumps. So, oh. It's because I love. he knows how much I love boats in the water. <gasps> and look More at your smile. I know. It's just like so, you see it all over your face, how happy you are. Only because I know the girls will like this. So for our first New Year's, when we went, to, when we started dating or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> we would have to Google translate to each other. <gasps> no. So our first New Year's, like he could speak it, but it was more like, okay, didn't understand we were Google translating at the bar. Then oh, to move to our next gosh. New Year's to being proposed. It was just so crazy how, you know, love speaks one language. So have you learned Spanish? I know the right words. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I need like to take that. classes. Um, but that is amazing I I can understand it I just can't speak it like I understand a little and all of the movies we watch have subtitles gosh gosh, that's so cute cute. gosh your guys' love story sounds like a movie it does sound like a movie like communicating over like Google Translator well you know what continues in the movie in the love story oh is marriage and then a baby that's right so is that on your guys' mind at all because the one thing I'll say about quarantine is it puts a lot of stuff in perspective of like things you're missing in your life, things yeah. you're yearning for, mm-hmm. um, things that are important. I know I've had a huge shift and just stuff like I, 
I knew I was a workaholic, but not to the extreme I was. Mm -hmm. And definitely like Nicole and I both said, like, we got to pull the reins. Life's too short. Like, what are the things that truly fulfill us? And that we keep saying in five years, in five years, we want to do now. So for you, has that happened at all in quarantine? Has there been anything, some type of shift or something you're yearning for? Maybe being a mother or any of that? No, I mean, I definitely want to be a mother, but I just... I don't know. Like I said, if I had the same confidence that I now have in the ring with other opportunities or projects, what could I do? And I'm not ready to try to figure that out on top of trying to be a mother. Like, yes, do I want children? Yes. Does my age scare the crap out of me? 1000%. But I feel like, okay, just don't have the baby because it seems really perfect and your old best friend's having a baby and it's your age. Mm-hmm. Like when it happens, it happens. I'm just trying right. to think like, don't be scared to venture out outside of wrestling, like go yes. for it. And you, I think that's what yeah. I'm trying to figure out. I think that's amazing. And I mean, I wasn't planning on getting pregnant now. I thought when Artem and I got engaged, We'd get married a few years down the road, then babies. I was thinking maybe early yeah. 40s. There was still so much I wanted to do. And then it came into my life and, you know, I'm going to adjust and still work on my goals after he comes. But with technology now, science, like we we're so blessed that us women don't have to have babies in our 30s even. Like we're still healthy in our 40s. And yeah. I definitely think that work on that stuff outside of the wrestling ring and all those ventures you want to do. Yeah. Um, because it's, it's a lot of work. I mean, already being pregnant and he's going to be here in less than three weeks. And I'm like, Oh my, my world's changed. Like that's, this is the focus. And it's so, so exciting. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty crazy. <laughs> it crazy. Like but- my cervix is already softening. It's like, I have terrible back pain because he's like leaning or like somewhere on some nerve and it's just, but it's, I mean, magical too, like his kicks and yeah. I just can't wait to meet him. I'm like, just get here. Well, it's just here. so cool that you guys are pregnant together. Like, do you complain <laughs> together? Do you eat together? Oh, yeah. Are you like, oh, and like that would be the best. We're like literally look at each other and we'll be like, of COVID. French fries today. Yeah. <laughs> and we're like the worst. We are Brian, the mood for. Yeah, yeah. Brian and Artem are always like thinking of the most healthy, no carb type Ugh. of food. And her and I just encourage each other. We do. We're Which so is, bad. Be but bad. it's been fun. It has. Yeah. But you know what? The one thing I love about WWE that has been for us too, it's always home. And the nice thing is you could leave for a little bit and you come back. Come back, yeah. You know, that's the thing about having TV weekly, like every week. There is sometimes, I feel like this, talent does need to step away because you can get stale. Like all these things can happen, but it's nice. And then when the fans miss you and you come back, there's no better feeling. Right. So I think whatever you want to do outside the ring, you should go do it because you've had one hell of a career the last five years as Mm -hmm. everyone's going to see this week, just seeing all the highlights of evolution and everything that it is nice to kind of explore and we always, all of us always come back home. Right. And like you've always said, Brie, um, we can't drop kick forever especially as women. I know. So. And I think that's what I'm scared of. I want to drop kick forever. I yeah. love it. I really <laughs> like, it's my, yeah. I mean, right. I want to find something that makes me that it's so empowering. You guys yeah. know right. what it's totally. like to be in there. Yeah, totally. And you're going to find that it, it yeah. comes to you. It hits you right in yeah. the face. And you're like, aha, that is what I'm supposed to do. <laughs> you always miss it because there's nothing like it. But there are definitely right. other things that feel the same for sure. Variety is a spice of life. I've always loved that quote. Me too. We're not meant to oh, just do good. one thing. Yeah. yeah. We're not meant to do one thing. We're meant to do a variety of things. I agree. Just keep life spicy. Yes. Ooh, very well, I don't know. Spicy. It's just, it's yeah. like, for instance, you guys have built such an incredible brand outside. And like you said, you're pregnant, but you're still moving forward with everything that you are working on currently. I think for me, it's like, I want that same authenticity of whatever I'm going to do moving forward. Like people don't buy into what they don't, if you don't see the person believing in what they're doing. Totally. So it's like finding that and not having to like hide, like you guys call me Ashley, but it's been Charlotte for six straight years. What does Ashley want? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I love that. 
<laughs> and I actually can't wait to see what Ashley is going to do next. <laughs> yes. I don't know. It's going to be fun to see because you are going to find it. And it's going to be fun to see you connect with something else what, too. What I love is as we're talking about this WWE evolution, we actually have this evolution of Ashley, of Charlotte. And I think that's what's beautiful is what I've taken from this interview. It's your evolution. And I'm just so excited to see where you're going next. I think everyone is. The world is. Um, so we wish you the best of luck. And Thank you, guys. The yeah. minute you have those new passion projects, you just come to the Bellas. Come we the will Bellas. promote them. I'll let you involved. Yes. yes. We will help in any way. But, I mean, what you've just done in the past six years, you're incredible star you've broken barriers you have done what other people wish they could have done or couldn't do and so I know whatever it is that you fall in love with you're gonna go break that barrier down and you're gonna succeed that's right so. Thank you, ladies. Aww, yes, thank, thank you. you. We miss you and so thank you. much. I, I know, I miss you. Ones. And once COVID's all done, we're telling Becky the same, and it'll probably be closer to WrestleMania. We all just need to get together yes. and go have dinner yeah. and just catch up. Like, have a good catch-up session. Yeah. I miss all you guys. It's, like, crazy. So much. But it's crazy, though. It's like, you know, you have that true best friend when you go, like, say, six months without talking, and then when you catch up, it's, like, time had never passed. I it's know. the same thing with the locker room. It, it really is. is. It's so weird. I know. Yeah. We're all so lucky. I mean, for I feel like the rest of our lives will all come at different times Have come into each other. Yeah. I agree. Well, thank you for joining <laughs> us. No, thanks for having me. I look yes. forward to seeing the baby pictures. You know what I love about springtime is that you kind of get to refresh your closet. You know, fall, winter, we're all bundled up. And then when spring comes... The sun is truly out. You get to ditch all the layers and just refresh your look. I mean, I feel like I'm totally in for like refreshing my wardrobe. Bringing a little color. I need spring shopping. I mean, Brie, Walmart has like some incredible styles out right now and so affordable. Oh, that is right. This spring, there's only one destination for the latest fashion. Home and beauty inspired by real life. Walmart. Be it bold swimwear or graphic beach towels, glowy makeup or sleek activewear, or even elevated furniture and mix and match tableware to inspire your next spring gathering at home. Discover surprisingly stylish new season favorites at Walmart now or shop it on the Walmart app. Go to walmart.com slash now trending. That's walmart.com slash now trending. Now trending. Your style at Walmart. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. When it comes to buying your first home, everyone has questions. Can we even afford to buy a house right now? Well, I need to negotiate. How do I even negotiate? Luckily, a Remax agent has answers. Hey, Brian, those are really good questions. They are? Thanks. It's my first time buying. I work with first-time buyers all the time. I got you. Remax agents have more experience than other real estate agents. Visit Remax.com or download the Remax app to find the right agent. The right agent can lead the way. Each office independently owned and operated. All right, everyone. Now it's time for a special evolution edition of Bella Army Q&A. <laughs> As always, tweet at Bella Twins with the hashtag Bella's Podcast, and we might pick your question to answer on the show. This question is from at All Elite Banks. What is the possible next step in the women's evolution for WWE? Hashtag Bella's Podcast. Ooh, that's a good question. Good question. That's going to make my brain think really hard right now. What do you think, Nicole? Gosh, you know, the possible next step, I mean... The first one that comes to mind is definitely having Evolution 2 and making the Evolution Women's Pay-Per-View a staple of WWE, where it's not that we're guessing every year that no matter what, every year we will have 
the pay-per-view evolution, which is an all-women's pay-per-view. And there'll be no questions asked about that. I actually love that. I will admit, I'm a little shocked that that isn't a staple pay-per-view at WWE. But um, I agree. I feel like it's something how people look forward to SummerSlam, WrestleMania, Royal Rumble. I think having evolution be known that it's always this month, every year. It's something to look forward to. I mean, there's so much fun you can do with it because... You know, when when I think of things specifically to Monday Night Raw and Friday Night SmackDown and NXT, the women truly have done it all of what we can do in the wrestling world. I think obviously you can evolutionize your characters and they be, can become good guys, bad guys, lovers, fighters, whatever it may be. But what to do next for this is having evolution be consistent. And think of all the fun things you can do. You can bring in women from other industries, such as Hollywood, whatever we do for WrestleMania. We could still do that for the women's pay-per-view. We could bring in the past. We can bring in the present. We could bring in the future. And Think of women, too, debuting that night. How cool would it be to be, you know, you're down at NXT, and then you debut on an evolution pay-per-view? Totally. I mean, for me, it's no-brainer. And I will say that even watching wrestling right now in quarantine, the women are still the forefront. They are paving an incredible way. They're just so entertaining. I feel like women are still the draw. And I feel like we've missed it that we haven't had it this year. And the fact that we're making people guess, we should have never made people guess. When we had the first evolution, we should have known that a year later, it's going to be that same month, the same time. And you're just going to have other... I agree with you you because when I do watch Ron Smackdown right now, um, I have to say Sasha Banks and Bailey stand out to me as the top story and the most entertaining one. They're so incredibly entertaining. Right. And Sonia Deville, I mean, yeah, she's killing it. Right. And Mandy. So it's been really fun to just see where the women are at. So there's, I agree with you. No questions. Evolution should be a staple pay-per-view. So WWE, start booking it every year. Let us know. Same time. So everyone can plan their fun trips to all good evolution and let's do this. Exactly. So amazing question. That's what us Bellas think. And that is it for this week's Bella Army Q&A. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. Yes. And thank you so much, Charlotte, for joining us today and all of us just reminiscing over evolution. Yes. And tweet us your questions for Bella Army Q&A with the hashtag Bella's podcast. And call 833-Q-Bellas to ask us for on-air advice in our segment, Dear Bellas. And please show us some love by rating the show, leaving a review, and hitting subscribe. And we launched a new Instagram exclusively dedicated to the Bellas podcast, so make sure to follow us at The Bellas Podcast. Until next week, remember to stay fearless. And you'll always go Brie mode if you drink along with us. See See you you next Wednesday. Wednesday. And as Birdie likes to say... Bye-bye. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba-go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last.